Hi, lovey. Welcome to the Coming Out Gold podcast. I'm Coach Tammy, a life coach and strategist determined to encourage, empower, and equip women so they can live the lives they were meant to live before the world told them they weren't enough. Once you shake off the sack of shoulds you've been handed, you'll be ready to embark on a journey where you start creating the life of your dreams. It's time for you to step into your power, break up with false narratives, and learn how to come out gold. And I'll be here to walk with you every step of the way. Welcome back to episode 37 of the Coming Out Gold podcast. This is Coach Tammy, and I am so glad you're here. Full disclaimer, though, I am feeling a little under the weather, so if my energy is low. It is what it is. I am trying to rally and show up and honor my commitments because I'm committed to them crazily enough, right? Well, last week on the episode 36, we chatted about the rhythm of rush, and I was so glad to hear from you guys about how it really spoke to where you are in your season of life. Well, I encourage us all to commit to stop, breathe, and be intentional about how we're going to use our time and energy with purpose and intention instead of this frantic rushing that we're all trained to feel as quote unquote normal. Well, today we're going to talk about confidence and how to move with confidence regardless of your history or your circumstances. I was listening to a podcast the other day and for the life of me, I can't remember which one it was and who said it. So I'm so sorry in advance. And I heard this woman define confidence as knowing who you are and owning who you're not. That really just got me, y'all. It got me. I think right now in our world, there's a pandemic among women around this lack of confidence. And I think that's because we're always chasing our do instead of our who. We focus on competence because we're trying to prove our worth. It's part of the patriarchal society we live in. But what we should be focusing on is our who, who we're becoming, who we were created to be, not about what are we doing today? What's on our task list? What do we need to do? Many women have taken one too many hits to their confidence. They desire transformation. They want to be women who own who they are and who they aren't and are confident in what they bring to the table. They want to see themselves as strong, powerful, confident women, able to withstand whatever it is that life throws their way. They want to sit down the bag of lies that this world has told them, hey, this is yours to hold as a way of somehow telling them that they don't measure up. They want to start seeing themselves with clear, kind, loving eyes and share that reality with the world, trusting that there's room in the world to not only embrace that, but welcome it. Unfortunately, though, we often find ourselves as women locked in these cages, and we may not even realize the fact that these exist. Some are gilded, some are lovely, some have barbed wire, some have been unlocked and we've walked out of them. Others have been unlocked and yet we stay inside them. Some are padlocked and we can't find the key anywhere. It's our job to break out of those cages and step into the light of freedom. It's our job to do that for ourselves and for all the little girls watching. It's time women started rebelling against the systems that have long held us prisoner. It's up to us and no one else to stop following old narratives designed to keep us small and start kicking down some prison doors so we can walk in our full authority with our head held high, overflowing with confidence. One of the deepest challenges I think women face in feeling confident and moving with confidence is shame. The world is determined to tell women all they lack while simultaneously trying to control our very being. 
I've got thoughts on that, y'all. We keep internalizing this message that is literally running through everything in our society, magazines, TV shows, the new, every, every part of our society is feeding these silent yet violent messages of how women just don't measure up, but it's wrong to live every day of your one beautiful life pressed down by the false belief that you lack the confidence to do what you were put on this earth to do. In all fairness, I think sometimes we feel a lack of confidence when we just actually lack a particular skill or ability. That's not what I'm talking about today. Skills can be learned. Abilities can be grown. Confidence, though, it's about your inherent self-worth. It's so heartbreaking to watch the vast number of women who feel like they can't even lift their heads because of the shame they feel within themselves. I've certainly experienced that myself. When I listen to studies about the use of social media on the minds of young girls today, y'all, I'm flattened, flattened by it. These girls are blasted with images of filtered influencers projecting their perfect life with their perfect body and their perfect face and their perfect relationship. And these young girls are left feeling crushed by the false belief that there is no way they can measure up. It's creating mental health issues, including things like body dysmorphia, eating disorders, self-harm, and suicidal ideations. We've all heard the rate at which suicide has increased over the past couple of years. These young women are measuring their hormone-soaked, rapidly changing selves against grown women. And honestly, it's an unfair fight. It's like they brought a pool noodle to a Wild West shootout. They cannot win. Their minds are not fully done growing. Their brains are not fully formed yet. And as a result of them being inundated with these false messages, we are marking a generation that will forever be looking for their confidence in all the wrong places and things. Confidence has been a struggle for me all of my life, as in every minute of my life. This is quite common in sexual abuse survivors as well as other trauma survivors. And there are areas where I have improved my confidence by leaps and bounds, like night and day, totally different person practically. When it comes to my skill set, I do not doubt my ability to make changes, fix broken systems, and bring chaos into order. I don't doubt my ability to help other women transform their lives. But when it comes to my actual being, my right to take up space in the world and sit at certain tables, it is a struggle I continue to fight. I shared with you a couple of weeks ago that I had recently started a new position. And as I've done so, I have found this lack of confidence bubbling to the surface, that voice in my head telling me I don't belong at this table. Again, not for one moment have I doubted my ability to implement systems and processes there that will take this organization to another level. But I felt the doubt that I, with my broken stories and traumatized past, I don't belong at the table. I'll be honest, it's been such a heavy weight on my shoulders that I've questioned if I should even stay in this position. And the reality was I didn't want to stay because I didn't want to feel these feelings. I didn't want to feel them because I know that change and healing can't happen inside comfort zones and refusals. And I know that staying means I have to fight those feelings because again, feelings are simply teachers if we're willing to learn from them. So over the past couple of weeks, I've done a lot of digging into the emotions I'm feeling and the resistance I kept bumping into. I had to consider the source of those voices. I had to dig and dig until I found the root of what was really going on. And then once I really understood it, y'all, 
I had to grieve. I had to grieve what I found because what I'd realized at the root was the little girl within me who didn't ever feel like she belonged. I had to lament with that little girl inside me because she's believed these lies for so long. She doesn't know how to believe anything else. After I kind of got to the root of it, I decided that I needed to speak with some trusted friends about it because sometimes you just need your people to help you sort fact from fiction when there's a lot of emotions going around your mind. And honestly, I had to speak about it because I was keeping it in the dark and that was messing with me because shame was showing its ugly face. I am so thankful for the amazing women that God has put in my life who had a myriad of responses that spoke life to that little girl within me, who's been told more times than she can count how she's not wanted and is nothing but a burden to this world. I needed my people to remind me of the woman I've become and the distance I have made in improving myself. I know if I can endure all I have faced and still find ways to move forward and heal and take back the confidence that I always should have had, you can too, lovey. And if we're all willing to take back our confidence and walk it out boldly, then together as women, we can call that out in one another. We can tell each other the beauty we see within. We can stand in the gap when we see our sisters struggling. And we can be women rising to defeat the lies designed to keep us down. And the next generation, those little girls being pelted by social media, those young girls can walk the path that we carve out for them. But what are some ways we can feel confident no matter our story and no matter our history? Well, first, it's to feel the feels, y'all. Let them teach you and be kind to them. We cannot participate in the judging of ourself having feelings, having emotions, and being emotional beings. That's what we're created to be. If we weren't meant to have feelings, we wouldn't have been created with feelings, in my personal opinion. So let's just let ourselves feel them. Don't judge them and let them inform us. And once you kind of dig around to get to the root of those feelings, now I want you to speak them aloud. It is key here that you only do this with trusted people. Don't go to the person who's real quick to tell you what you're not. Don't go to that person. Go to people who you know, see the value in who you are. And here's something that I have to practice. Oh, I have to practice it so often. And that is when people you trust say kind things about you, believe them. Believe them no matter what any other voice says when the people you trust tell you what an amazing rock star you are, believe them because they're not lying to you. They're telling you the truth. Once you've kind of got the feeling sorted out and you've named them and you've spoken to other people about them to sort out fact and fiction, then I want you to say goodbye to the shame that you have carried seriously let it go. I heard someone use this phrase the other day that I loved. Let it go or be dragged. Do not let shame drag you another minute through your life. I wish I could remember things. <laughs> I wish I could remember things, period. But I wish I could remember where I heal, hear all these things. But I listen to so many podcasts every week and I just don't stop to take notes. So I heard someone use, give an acronym for shame that says self-hate at my expense. And whoo. Isn't that the truth? That is exactly what shame is. It is we take on something we perceive ourselves lacking or being weak in, and then we just pile on. We pile on self-hate and we're the ones that pay the price. Nobody else does. 
Shame undermines our confidence. It tells us we're wrong or broken or lacking. And you know what else? Shame rarely tells the truth. It likes to stay hidden in the dark and we help it by keeping it festering within our souls. It's time to let shame go. Once you've felt the feelings, worked them out with some friends, said goodbye to the shame, then I want you to take what you've learned and apply it. I'm serious here. Look yourself in the mirror and remind yourself who you are. Even if you're borrowing the words that your trusted friend spoke over you, say them back in the mirror every day. Say them every morning, every night, over and over and over until they're not just words other people spoke about you. Take back the power that's been yours all along. I think for a lot of women, the hardest part of this particular healing journey to our inherent confidence is learning to forgive ourselves. We have to forgive ourselves for believing the lies in the first place. And we have to forgive ourselves for the times we participated in those lies. We've got to forgive ourselves for letting those lies hijack our lives so that we missed opportunities or we held ourselves back. Again, shame tells us lies. Forgiving ourselves for our role in this pattern puts that shame to rest. If you will allow yourself to feel the feelings and not run from them, identify the root of them, share them with friends to get a fresh perspective, and then take what you've learned and let it change you, you will begin to not just practice confidence, but you will start to move with bold, beautiful confidence. By allowing yourself to be confident, you can lift your head and stand in the light. You can own your strengths and your skills and share boldly the gifts that you bring to this world. As I said earlier, one of the biggest gifts that women learning to walk in confidence does is positively influence the lives of those around us so we can create a better way for the next generation to follow. If we continue to play small by not owning who we are, we will hold ourselves back from opportunities hide our light from the world. And frankly, the naysayers get to win. And I don't know about you, but I don't want, I almost said bad words. I don't want the naysayers to win. I don't, I want us to win because we deserve to win. It's time for women to move through life with confidence, no matter the story, no matter their history, no matter their circumstances. It's time for us to walk into every room, owning who we are, who we aren't, and all that we bring to the table. It's time for us to set an example that helps set the next generation free. I see my mission in life in part to help others build the staircase to their next level. It is a with momentum because I know what so many women have forgotten, what I myself had forgotten. And this is that you, lovey, already have within you what you need to move to the next level. You have within you everything you need to build your own staircase to that next level. It's just gotten forgotten under the crushing weight of shoulds and shame. As a podcaster and coach, I help women move with confidence by reminding them of the gifts that they have inside. And I had to do that for myself this week. And I'm thankful for the women that stood in the gap for me when I was struggling. I really hope this episode has given you some tangible ways to stop walking in shame, lift your head, and step boldly into the strengths and skills you have. Again, I'll say you have everything you need within you to chase your dreams, 
even more importantly, you are worthy of chasing your dreams again, no matter your history or your circumstance. In this next week, lovey, I challenge you to own who you are and who you aren't. Be your best self and let go of all the rest. Thank you so much for listening to the Coming Out Gold podcast with me, Coach Tammy. I hope you enjoyed our time together today and learned something you can take action on to live a better story and that you will come back next week for another episode. As always, check out the show notes below for the links to my social media platforms, as well as the link to my website where you can check out the blog version of the podcast. If you're looking for a coach and are ready to make some real changes in your life, head to my website at rscoachandstrategist.com to book a free discovery call. And if you enjoyed this episode, please consider leaving it a review and sharing it with friends on social. Be sure to tag me though, so I can say thank you for helping grow our community here. Now go be the superhero of your own story because the world needs the awesomeness that only you bring. It's your time to come out gold.